Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Commented Podcast where we talk about TV, movies, music, and anything else we want to. The two residential crime junkies are back. Uh, Secret Forest 2 has come to an end, and we thought we'd do a review. Our feelings. Um, oh, I'm Tori. <laughs> I'm Marin. And this is two of us uh, for this recording. Ugh. Secret Forest 2 has ended, friend really has i think i was just i don't know about you but i really kept up with the show like every week they're releasing the episode i watched it yes except for like <laughs> two weeks when i got really busy yeah it was i uh, i when i get really busy i would just wait till both episodes were out and then watch mm-hmm. but like whoo we really waited for three years and now it's like <laughs> over <laughs> it's like over just i didn't even realize we waited that long i think i just didn't want to deal with this so i didn't keep up with it and like didn't want to think about how long i was waiting for se- i was waiting for season two so for those of you who don't know secret forest is a tv and produce netflix uh release it's probably known as stranger on netflix it is one of the best crime series to ever grace the korean mm-hmm. entertainment industry it is Amazing sauce. Um, I Marin watched it first while it was airing when it the first season came out, and then she told me to go watch it, and then I watched it and got addicted to it, and then we rewatched it <laughs> before the second season came out. It just ended. I have, ooh, I okay. What is your overall feeling for the second season? Like, okay, can I start out with giving my rating yes. as a like, okay. I'm not going to lie. I gave the second season a 7 out of 10. Because it... I'm not going to lie. The Okay, this whole thing is going to be filled with spoilers. This is oh, a warning. Spoiler alert? Yeah. Don't listen to this if you're not. <laughs> Until... um, Okay, hold on. Let me get his name right. Until the... Until... Um, so Dong Jae got kidnapped. I felt the story kind of going slow, mm-hmm. especially the first four episodes, mm-hmm. which I get it. You can't like the first episode was having this whole big crime, one big crime and trying to figure out who did it and everything. And you can't just copy and paste and do a second season like that. You know, it's like right. people have been complaining that, oh, this is not this is basically the same thing. So I understand that you can't do it like that. But the first couple episodes did kind of just i was kind of bored with it that was my thing and then after he got kidnapped was good but then there were just like two episodes in which i felt like nothing happened like it was just more of prosecution fight prosecutors fighting with the cops and that was it but in general i think the show was good but i gave it i think a part of that is because of how good season one was i was it was always like it was always going to be a seven out of ten rating for me. Mm. By yeah, I think I rated it like an eight or not an eight. I think maybe an eight. Um, it was more of a psychological kind of slow anxiety building than like yeah, people are dying. We have to find the murderer, which was like episode, which was season one, and yeah. we definitely couldn't have a copy and paste like you said. I exactly. did enjoy the fact that we got to see. A lot more of Yojin and like her side of things because the police yeah. were so so involved in this. I'm impressed by the writing of the series more than anything mm-hmm. this season because like 
the the brain power it takes to put all the pieces of that puzzle together. Yeah. Like after Sodong Jae got kidnapped, I was like, oh, okay, we gotta find him. But then there was like moments where like the prosecution or the police were just like, but we have other things to do. And I'm like, the man has been kidnapped. <laughs> he is gone. Our weasel has been taken, and y'all are just sitting here chit chatting and shit. Like I was like, I was like, damn, yeah, he kind of annoying, but I don't want him to die. Like, <laughs> I don't want my man to die. Everybody loves Lee Jun Hyuk, so watching him play Sodong Jae is amazing. Yeah. So I just I felt like I love the slow burning anxiety. I'm wonder. I'm always interested to see what the writer will come up with next. Cause like what I tell you, when the pieces of this puzzle fell together, I was like, wow, bitch, you really did that. She really. <laughs> She really did that. I could. I don't think I have. I don't even think if you gave me all the time in the world, I could put together a story. Because <laughs> like, we started off with the case of the drowning, right? And then we went on to like another case of the police brutality things that I don't even think is finished yet. Like, and then we were focused on the police, the prosecution, and then someone else got captured, and so we were all kind of like focused on like one aspect of the police took him. And so when they brought it all back to the drowning case, I was like, yeah, I was not thinking of that. <laughs> I, I think that confused me for a little bit when they brought it all the way back, because I kept having to remind myself until the very end, because they would bring it up how it was connected. Yes. I was like, oh, wow. But um, there were definitely moments in the shows that took me by surprise. Yes. Um, trying to think of what's one moment. Um, when, okay, for the, I think for like two seconds, they made us believe that Kim Sa-hyun was uh, possibly the, the kidnapper. kidnapper. When Girl, I did that, I said, I have a heart attack. He really was. I was like, he's, I was like, no. I mean, like, he kind of annoying in the way he kind of like a follower to like, Muteha, um, but like, he's not like, I didn't, I did not want him to be the kidnapper. I didn't either. And I was just like, like a lot of, uh, one of the favorite thing of a lot of people who watch the show is all of Shimuk's dads. He has so many dads. And yeah. Sahan was, Kim Sahan was like one of those dads. And when he picked up that yeah. picture and it showed the floor, I was like, oh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, heart, you let another one of his of colleagues me. be a murderer. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm trying to think of what other points in the storyline. Um, what took what almost gave me a fucking heart attack is when they went to when they were slowly closing in on the fact that it had to that Sodong Jay's kidnap case was getting tied to the um the the drowning case mm-hmm. and then they went into that box that box that had the clothes in it and i was like if there's a body if a body comes <laughs> out of this box well, he was unlocking like the charity box and he found like yeah i remember i was mm-hmm. like i was fully expecting sodon jay's body to come out of that box in a trash bag like oh. like that anxiety of not knowing if this man is alive or dead even when we saved him, it was like me too. Dead? <laughs> dead. I thought he was dead. And so they casually like had like a phone conversation between the prosecutors. It was like, Sodom Jay's alive, right? Yeah, he's alive. I was like, oh, I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like the fact that that wasn't like confirmed right there on the spot that this man is alive <laughs> was 
nerve-wracking. And I think I liked I liked the fact that we got to see that our heroes aren't just gonna everything is not just gonna fall in line. Like their guesswork, like their casework. Like if you look at season one, a lot of the conclusions they were coming to were always right. They were yeah. always right, and they would always kind of fall in line. That when they would find new clues, it was kind of easy for them to get, you know, to the bottom of things, and it was quicker. But in this season, it's like, like, um, Shimu even has like a whole monologue. He's like, "Am I going in the wrong direction for this case? Yeah. Like, am I looking? Am I barking up the wrong tree?" And I kind of liked that. Um, I will say that in Yojin's um coworkers, those two men, I wanted to punch them in their fucking faces. That was like not go- every time they were on the screen and we're talking shit. My, I would get so angry. I was like, say <laughs> to a face, you just go and whisper it in the corner, right? With the wussies. I was like, like when, oh. when they called her into the coffee room, I was like, I just hey, want, yo. I want her to go full ballistic and beat both y'all asses. How about that? <laughs> oh my God. They had so much shit to say constantly, and I was like, so why don't you work harder? Right. I don't want to do that. <laughs> They're oh like, well, you God. need. He's like, it's gonna be hard for you. And when she like broke down crying, I was like, I'm a, I'm a real mad because Yojin is not a type of person who cries like that. And yeah. the fact that um Gun called her, he was just like, there is. I love that her coworkers at the at Youngsan were um, you know, happy to have her. Well, or, you know, want her back. They want to keep working with her. I love the fact that the story was like, oh no, fuck this. Yojin is gonna be a boss. She's gonna stay at the National Police Agency. Even if y'all want to be children and ostracize her, when the new um, head of the National uh, Police Agency came in at the end, it was like, called her by name and shook her hand. I was like, see, you, b- <laughs> you bitch ass motherfuckers. She are, are people already like her. Like, like now you want to be on her side, but right. everybody at her new job, like giving her the cold shoulder, was like, okay, I see how it is. A bunch of wussies, all of them. <laughs> Y'all are children. It is so funny because like she would she refused to back down to them when they were like cornering her and they were mad about it. And I'm like, is she supposed to be scared of you? <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. I'm interested to see. Okay, so I definitely think there's gonna be a season three. What about you? I don't know, honestly. I have to see because both both of um Cho Song Woo and Bae Dona are really popular actors, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they if they give it another three years. I think there's gonna be another one. If they're trying to do it like sooner, I'm trying. I'm wondering if there's gonna be they're gonna have the time to do a show like this. I hope they do. They like it enough to the point they're like, yeah, I'll do another show with like my cast members or stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I, I think because going into the season, I really thought it was gonna heavily be geared towards um Hanzo, mm-hmm. the big company, the big conglomerate. Yeah. But it wasn't. So that's all of that, all of them and their corruption is still up in the air. So I believe that we're going to get a season three, even if we gotta wait another three years, which I'm willing to wait. Like I'm willing to wait another three years. If we get to get the same cast, the same writer. Cause like that was a problem with a lot of Korean dramas that want to do season two is because they rush it. They, they rush it and it's never the same cast. It's never the same writer. <laughs> so if our reward for waiting three years is to get the same cast and same writer again in three years, I'm down. I'm completely down. Down for it too. 
now. What did you think about the um the Sego police state station case? It's not over. I don't yeah. think he committed suicide. I was like, because you remember how they were like he committed suicide, and then they showed us that he didn't commit suicide; he was killed. But then it like they revealed that he did. Like, yeah. So I was sitting there like I was like, so is the head cop guy bad or not? Like I don't right because when they first when we first got into the Segu police station case, um, yeah. they showed us that the 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 captain had yeah. scratch marks on his arm. Exactly. And that's those are oh, for those of you who don't know those are scratch marks you get when you're trying to strangle someone, stop you. Yeah. And so, especially when they brought all of the officers finally together, and they were walking down that hallway, and there was, like, that montage of them finding um, the guy who committed suicide's body in the locker room. I'm like, something doesn't add up. Something's yeah. not adding up. Two and two is not equaling four. Um, and when they brought the suicide letter out, I was like, you conveniently have a suicide letter after, like, seven years? But didn't, at the end of it, they said, didn't didn't Shimuk send the uh the Segu information to Sodon J's new uh intern? I think so. So at the end. So there's something fishy. There's still something going on. Yeah. I want see that's the case I want answers to. Was it suicide <laughs> or was it murder? <laughs> so yeah, I think what was your favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene? Um let me think. Let me think. I'm looking at the wiki page and looking at the characters and mm-hmm. seeing if there was um, what about you? You go first. Is, do you have my favorite, favorite scene? scene? Uh my favorite scene would probably have to be the scene between um Yojin and Choibit when they bring in the uncle of one of the officers from Segu Se- and he's being disrespectful to her. And then in- I was just about to mention that one. Yeah. And then- Yojin, like, Choi Bit goes off of him. I was like, yeah! (laughs) That right there was amazing. And then the scene where Yojin confronts Choi Bit, I was like, oh, that broke my heart. That broke my heart. It's like, Yojin, like, when Shimuk said, like, Yojin does not get attached to people easily. Like, she's a love, she's a nice and loving person, but she doesn't get attached to people easily. He, And that scene with her, like, drunk and crying, and I was just like, Oh, the fact that I have to end the career of somebody that I actually respect for the first time. I was like, I was like, oh, Oh, that hurts. Um, I think one kind of like cute scene they kind of dropped in there and took me by surprise was when um, Donje was in her um, office and Director Park comes in and he goes, I would never betray you. And she kind of looked. And he like his eyes dart back and forth, and then he walks out of the room. I was like, okay, a little bit of loyalty. I love that. It was kind of their interactions are so cute, but it's like so obvious that she is not over the death of her husband. Like, no, not whatsoever. Like, not at all. But like his like protectiveness over here over her is a fucking adorable. And if this was a different I yeah, would be like very, shipping. Um, <laughs> it was very random and very much like we saw another side to his character. Like, yeah, he, I guess, care for her more than just she. <laughs> she's my boss, and she, I get paid. Right. Um, 
Which makes me wonder how long they've been working together. Is it just this three yeah. years? Like, how long? I need a little bit of history for that. So, there's that. And then, I... I The scenes of Shimuk and Yojin eating and departing is always sad. They <laughs> ended... That's how season two, one ended. This is how season two ends. I'm like, ugh. so I'm also interested. You know, we talked about in the first episodes when we were talking about Secret Forest, we talked about how would we ever get to see Shimuk's life in danger? Like, like what? Shimuk's life in danger. Mm-hmm. And so instead of Shimuk, we got Sodom J, right? So I'm, yeah. I wonder if the stakes for next season is going to be either Yojin or Shimuk has to be like kidnapped. Or like maybe, or like, think, um, or like, or a vendetta out against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there was this one scene in this episode where I don't know. I think he was like starting to put the pieces together, and he was sitting in his room, and I was like, "Is he about to get attacked?" Oh. It didn't happen. But I think at the very least, that would be interesting for me. Maybe he does get like harmed in a way but like obviously not to the extent that so dong jay was right it would be interesting to see if he had like a stalker yeah or like oh, a that criminal that was obsessed with him yeah that would be interesting like criminal somebody, yeah like somebody knows about like his headaches and stuff like that somebody maybe they're not a criminal yet but somebody yeah. evil stalking him that is a newbie at the prosecution and he's set to like Ooh. he's you know like and he's they're the new prosecutor and his team or something like that. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Shibuk has a stalker? That would be so... Because, you know, there's a one weird fact that we never got. And we never got to see who his roommates were. Ah, you're right. We never... And there were theories going around that Shimuk's roommate is the one who kidnapped Sodong Jay and is going to blame it on Shimuk. And I was like, that's a jump. But that is a jump. considering we never saw them, that is a right. jump. That is a jump, but like that would have been interesting. <laughs> would, but yeah, that would have been real interesting. Like, that, ooh, ooh, yeah. Him so, having a stalker would be completely. <laughs> um, at the very last episode, when he ranted to his former like coworker yes. or whatever. And his smile at the end was that supposed to be just a little ending where he breaks character or is it supposed to be something that's oh. actually attached to the character because i don't know what that was because he's not supposed like he has other emotions that flare up every once in a while but smiling yeah. is not one of them at all i so, think he's gotten better at emoting i guess it's supposed to show progress to his character yeah, i guess mm-hmm. is that because a lot of people mistake what Shimuk has, it's not that he can't emote. It just he doesn't yeah. know how. Yeah. Like he doesn't it's not like he like he's not a sociopath or a psychopath that doesn't know what emotions are. He does. Yeah. But because of his surgery, he can't properly emote. Yeah. And so maybe that's like I guess because if you compare this to the season of end of season one, he does smile at the end of season one. Does? Yeah, he does. He look, he's looking at the drawing. That oh. gave him the tape to his oh, yeah. I guess maybe it was just a little bit of like a little connection to season one, too. Yeah. Okay. Totally yeah, I forgot that he did that. Yeah. And I think it just kind of shows Shimuk's progression as a character. Like, mm-hmm. he's still the same Hong Shimuk, but like, <laughs> oops, sorry. He's still the same Hong Shimuk, but things have gotten better. Like, yeah. 
he didn't lose anybody in this season. We lost a lot of people in season. Did. And so I guess that's kind of like our thing. It's like Song Donjae didn't die, you know. Uh, The people that are connected to him are still around. So I I feel like that's what that symbolism was. I could be looking way too much into it, but... (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited. I think we're going to get season three. I'm just waiting for OCN's announcement. (laughs) Give it to us. I would be real happy. Please give it to us in like at least two years. I don't want to wait three again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I give Secret Forest season two. I give it a solid a solid seven and solid eight. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think um we're gonna get the magic that was season one again unless we go back oh. into like there's a murderer among us. Yeah. I think she'd have to, I think the writer would have to up tick the psychological ex- aspect yeah. of a lot of it to get us back into that anxiety we were feeling <laughs> in season one. So yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is a little short review. We love crime shows. You we do. might have to make this a series on this <laughs> podcast where we talk about all of our favorite um crime shows and whatnot because that is something me and Marin both love entirely too much. <laughs> All right. But uh, you can find us on Twitter at C-O-M-M-N-T-D. I am Tori. I'm Marin. Oh, yes. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.